Escape of Cthulhu presents Call of Cthulhu Scenario Dances of Vice, Horror, and Ecstasy. So I remember that we were after the ghost of a serial killer, and we had a ritual, and it didn't go very well for us. We failed, and he ended up killing everyone else that he wanted to kill. So that was back in 1922. It's now August 1926. It's been four years since those unfortunate events occurred. And on the whole, things seem to be improving in in Berlin these days. On the international stage, Germany has been invited back to the European theater to become an equal partner in in issues of the day and to define their uh, political borders. And it looks like they will be invited to join the League of Nations any day now. Uh, There continue to be internal fights within the country between political groups some of which lead to violence, uh, but most of these tend to be between the more extreme elements on the political spectrum. The economy is improving, thanks to the U.S. assisting with those hated reparations. The National Bank is addressing hyperinflation with the introduction of a whole new currency, the Reichsmarks. But while there's more money in people's pockets now and less abject poverty, there's still a certain dullness to the workday, which people continue to try to alleviate through such diversions as the foxtrot, cabarets, and anything that's new and interesting. Does anybody want to tell us what they've been doing with themselves over the last four years? It's fine if you don't. Uh, well, Shirley was pretty um, uh, despondent over the whole thing and kind of drifted away and got herself married to a photographer. And um, that was going well until six months ago when he died in a car accident. But she is running his photography studio um, and it specializes in doing like uh, publicity shots and um, glamour shots for would be would be um, entertainers and so keeps in touch, um, although maybe at more of a distance. Anybody else? All right. Well, on this particular day, uh, your group has uh, gathered together again, and you've all been invited out to a to a midnight showing. Um, you're headed to the uh, the Rismas, one of the hottest cabarets in the city. Um, as you walk down there, there's a fine summer rain falling, and the uh, the the white light coming off of the uh, marquee uh, as it flashes in the darkness creates this sort of interesting sort of effect in the air around you, and you get the sense of the excitement of the people around you. You are meeting tonight in Albert Graw, 
He is a, uh, some of you, uh, well, well, most of you know him as a uh, movie producer. Uh, and certainly one of you would have mentioned to the others as you were walking up that it was his, he was the producer for the, uh, the 1922 flop uh, Nosfertato, um, the one of the first vampire films. He's given tickets to Von Barton to uh, come to a show where he thinks it will be very entertaining to talk with you and get to know you. And as uh, you walk into the uh, cabaret, passing through the cramped lobby, there's a hat check girl there sitting off to the right. She's idly French inhaling the smoke from her cigarette in between taking people's hats. You can see up ahead the room itself is smoking and you know, uncomfortably warm even with the laughter ringing out through it in different ways. Uh, and as you start to make your way towards the main show area, another young lady, this one wearing a sequin fringe black and silver dress, offers you a, a shallow wicker bowl containing two rows of, of um, domino masks, one black, one white. She simply says, well, if you'd prefer to be anonymous, ladies and gentlemen, does anybody okay. want to take one of the masks? I'll take a black mask. I'll take a white mask. I'll go okay. black. I surely will stay au natural. Perfect. I will look around nervously and wonder if I can just stay in the lobby. <laughs> uh, you would be noticed staying in the lobby. People are definitely here to see the show, and you have a ticket to see the show. But um, if that is your preference, you may remain in the lobby. <sighs> no, I will follow the others, but I will also follow uh, Frau Grunwald's example in... Go maskless. The, the mask thing is too bourgeois for me. It does seem a little bit pretentious, doesn't it? It does. And in fact, as you as you walk in and you can see the, the main area, there are dining room tables, uh, dinner tables, sort of round tables arranged around the room and, you know, different sizes for different size groups. Um, uh, the... Maitre D sort leads you to a table that's up near the front, and you uh, and you uh, recognize uh, Alban Gras. He is uh, not wearing a mask. He is recognizable to you all because he is wearing a red carnation in his uh, lapel. And uh, as you're making your way towards him to get to his table, you can see there's um, there's a there's a bunch of different attendees here. It's just an interesting mix, a cross-section. You know, there's some elderly and aging gentlemen, their masks sitting uneasily on their bony faces. There's some sweaty salesmen sorts, clearly out for a town, out for a night on the town with, you know, and not, not even really trying to disguise their uh, inebriation. And, uh, and as you sit down, you notice that the table next to you is occupied by these happily chatting women. And uh, Grau greets you all, says, oh, thank you. Thank you all for coming. I'm, I'm so glad you're here. It's, it's, the show should be starting momentarily, but uh, 
I hoped we have a moment to talk first about uh, some of your uh, recent work. Yes, yes, yes. Mr. Grass, and I will kind of uh, move my cape so he doesn't get in the way of my hand. It's a pleasure to see you tonight. Uh, he, he stands up and he's very formal, very formal. Ah, and you too, sir. I'm sorry. I, you're wearing a mask, but I feel like I know you. Do I know you? Uh, I will remove my mask with a smile behind. Um, uh, Von Garak. Uh, oh, of course. It's nice to see you. You were at that lecture just a little while ago, weren't you? I was, sir. I was. Oh, what didn't you find it fascinating? The whole symbolism of the of the well of the unknown. It was just breathtaking in its in its honesty. It's uh, well, it was truly something remarkable. Please sit sit down, and he will no. definitely put a, his hand on the table right next to the seat next to his. I will kind of uh, remove my cape. Put in the back on, on the chair and sit there, smiling at the others, kind of inviting them to sit on the table as well. Ladies, real pleasure to meet you. Uh, wow, thank you. On the table. Truly, it's been a while. It's good to see you, Wolfie. I, I heard the bad news. Oh, sorry. Oh, thank you. Listen, if you didn't get a chance to say your goodbyes, you don't have to worry. I I am medium now, and I can talk to your husband anytime that you want. We can have a session, and I can I can speak to him, okay? Oh, uh, I, I, I will consider that. Thank you. Of course. For the low price of only 10 Rex marks, I am sure. <laughs> oh, horse! Good to see you here. In a while, you haven't changed a bit. <laughs> Herr von Gregart? No, not all of us can afford to. Your host looks a little uncomfortable here and says, "So, please sit down, everyone. I've order what you want. I'll be paying for it tonight." Oh, so where, where is Otto sitting? Otto, are you sitting? Are you sitting at this at the opposite side of the table? Are you trying to get as close to uh, your host as you can? What's your thoughts here? Uh, he's been slouching around these past few years uh, with the weight of guilt, so he he's kind of there, but he's I guess far away. He's not putting himself forward, I guess. So, you know, while not being standoffish, he's not at the front. I think that probably works out, too, as far away from the host. Okay, that's fine. Uh, and how how about you, Felix? Are you also? Felix is nearby, but he doesn't seem to care too much about the host until he says that the evening is on him and uh, that makes him perk up a bit and he starts looking around for the waitress. Oh, well, as soon as you sort of draw your attention, one will make their way over to you. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Uh, could, could you bring some schnapps? Uh, right away, sir. Right away. Any, anything for anyone else? Yeah, yeah. Two. 
Make it a double. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, wine for me, please. Hmm? I'll join you, Wolfie. You? Growl, look at you, horse. Do you have anything for you, sir? Uh, schnapps, yes, please. Oh, perfect. Make that one, one for everybody and a, a double for my fine friend there. I'm very excited about the show. I haven't, uh, I've not uh, had the opportunity to see this sort of interpretive dance move before. It should be very exciting, very exciting. At some point, the waitress comes back and puts down the drinks. I immediately pound both shots. <laughs> double. Oh, so it's not one shot double, it's two different ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. And uh, at, just as you're finishing up your drinks, the, uh, the house lights dim. So the only light in the room is the light and the, uh, the candle lamps that are at every table. People start to get a little bit quieter. And there's sort of this, you know, this sort of hushed excitement, you know, of being in a darkened room filled with mask-wearing strangers. And a man walks onto the stage. He's wearing a tuxedo. Small spotlight is shakily following him as he moves across the stage. Uh, Madame and Messieurs. We have gathered here tonight because we all share a singular love, a love of beauty. Yes, I say tonight we are here to celebrate beauty, to worship her for the goddess she is. And there's a bit of laughter around you. Um, you know, everybody here knows that, that this is about to be a lot of naked dancing. And that's probably why many of the people in the audience are there. And our featured dancers tonight, soon to depart the city for what will sure to be a well-received engagement in Amsterdam. Our fra Nina Berber and her husband and dance partner, Henry Schotten Hoffman. The first piece is a solo performance by Herr Berbers entitled Morphine. Oh my. Steps <laughs> off the stage. Um... Anybody want to give me a no roll to see if they might know what Berber's been up to over the last four years? Mm. I guess it's morphine. <laughs> <laughs> That's an odd six. Apparently, oh. well, I passed too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you you both you both are aware that uh, Berber has been uh, been abroad and. Uh, all, all across Europe. It was a bit of a time in Yugoslavia where she was arrested and briefly imprisoned on the charge of being a German spy after insulting the country's young king, uh, Peter II. But there are other rumors that says that he, she was not imprisoned for long because she soon maintained a uh, torrid affair with said young king. Mm. Curtain rises, an old armchair sits on the stage. A woman, Berber, and you recognize Berber. You know you met her that one night in that cabaret oh so long ago. 
Otto, she gave you little Otto at the time. There's a special place in my heart. She's wearing a high-collared black dress that clings to her every curve and angle. Her hair is held down with a black cap. In her hand is a syringe, and she's staring at her forearm. You can hear a vitaphone playing a tune. Maybe some of you know it as morphium. Berber injects the syringe in her arm, and you you know that she's not doing it as like, you know, a play act thing. She's putting that syringe in her arm. And she sits there silent and unmoving as the music plays on. Then suddenly she just arches her body out of the chair. She begins to dance around the stage in jerking motion, ending in different strange poses. She returns to the chair, dancing around it. She looks out into the audience and smiles knowingly. Then her face just becomes this mask of contorted pain. She shudders and falls into the arms of the formerly welcoming chair. The curtain closes. I rise to my feet, clapping. Yes, yes. So you are doing that, and the people at the table, the table with the women right next to you also explodes. And you realize, like, they are groupies. They are Berber groupies, and perhaps their interest in her is not simply artistic. Uh, but there are some people out there who's uh, a little bit, their response is a little more tepid. And you can hear one of those drunken salesmen you saw earlier yell out, Take it off next time! <laughs> so rude. Rao so curses you all and says, Well, that was. Certainly something. <laughs> what did you all think? Yes. And Grau is really sort of, he's bespeckled, he's buttoned down. He, he's, he has a, a certain economy of movement. He, he was not sort of drawn into this, as far as you can tell. Mm. A triumph. We should celebrate. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Otto signals another waiter for schnapps all around. Should celebrate her <laughs> achievements. Waitress is very excited about this table now. <laughs> At this point, the director steps back on stage. My dear audience, we are now going to witness the beauty portion of the evening. First, a duet be- between Frau Berber and her husband, entitled Salome, Princess of Judah. This time, the curtain pulls apart, and there's a large bronze vessel sitting on the stage, and its rim is splattered with red substance that you just you just know is is glistening gobules of uh, blood. And a man enters from stage left. He's dressed in the garb of a Roman palace guard, dragging behind him a woman in a scarlet cloak, who's just crawling on the ground, beaten down. You can all see that the woman is Berber. She crawls to the edge of the vessel. He pulls her up. She leans against it. And you can see her just inhaling the smell of the blood within her. It just seems like the scent activates her. She starts to twist around in a slow spiral. Now you can hear the Vitaphone playing Dance of the Seven Veils, and she is twirling around the vessel, 
vessel. The, her face is just lustful as she stares down into its gory depth. Beneath her cloak, as it flashes around, you can see she's nude, but there are some sort of feathers and some sort of bird that sort of prevent anything from being too scandalous so soon. And then she flings off the cloak and throws away these feathers that were a fan, and she just puts her hands down into the vessel and covers her hands and arms in this gore. She stretches back and rubs her bloody hands all over her naked abdomen, letting the crimson carnage run down her. She's clearly sort of transported by ecstasy, staggering around the stage. Then she just falls to the ground where she had dropped the cloak. Then she rises back up again. This time she is fully naked, but somehow she's found a crown of silver palm leaves on her forehead. She's twirling around the vessel now and laying across it and letting her hair dangle over the edge and arching back and stretching up towards the sky and the curtain drops again. This time the crowd goes wild. The applause is much greater and there's no heckling. You can hear the women next to you saying, oh, she's still got it. Oh, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I, I actually, uh, I'm clapping as well. And I'm, I'm looking over to that table of women and, and trying to, you know, get their attention a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Aren't they? Isn't she fantastic? She is. She is amazing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She, she's She's, she's so wonderful. This, we, we haven't seen this performance before. It's, it's truly magnificent. You, you watch her a lot then? Oh, whenever she's in town, we try to catch her show as a group here. We've, uh, we just find that she is just one of the most brilliant performers. And she's so young, too. She's just 27, and she's been able to do so much with her life. It's, it's really inspirational. I not long and continue as the crowd sort of sits back in their chairs again the alcohol is sort of once again slid itself onto the table I actually order a round of shots for the table of of women there next to us oh (laughs) they are are raising it up Um, uh, you can sense that they're you know they're feeling a little uncomfortable like I kind of hope he knows this isn't going to get him anywhere, but you know, they're not going to say no to alcohol. So, um, and at this point, the, uh, the man in the suit walks back up again. and says for the far final piece of the evening, a solo number by Fra Berber entitled Astarte. Curtain rises again. Vitaphone is playing. Berber comes out on the stage. He's wearing a long silver cape and a silver helmet. And there's, again, these feathers. It must be ostriches. They're just so long and, and luxurious. Her face is covered by a black mask, much like the ones that some of you are wearing. Um, but uh, as she's walking out and as her cape sort of opens up, you realize she's not wearing anything underneath that cape. And, and it's, this effect is very startling to you. You, you realize that uh, 
that these feathers lend a sort of bird-like aspect to her. And she's just sort of moving around and, and her androgyny is just even more emphasized by this costuming. Um, and she lets out a piercing cry followed by a tinkling laugh. And you're all sure that if you just heard this out of context, you would think it was ridiculous. But you were all just staring at it and the cape drops from her shoulders. She dances around first on the stage. Then you see her moving in her nakedness down into the audience. The spotlight is still trying to keep up with her, but the, her, her body is, it seems to be almost blazing like a, like a torch, like, you know, whether it's sweat or something else, but it's just, she's just glowing and then her mask drops and shows her face and she's just electrified by the frenzy of the dance. And you can see people like you're up right front. You're right there. You can see it. But there are people further back in the club who are starting to get up on their chairs and stand on the table. I need you all to give me power rolls and tell me your level of success. And and without wearing a mask, you need to do it with a penalty die. Oh, oh. either mask. I had an extreme success. Normal success. But it's a ninety. No, it's a normal success for me. Uh, I missed by two. Ninety-seven. Oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> um, you are. You are all. She is dancing around the room, and um, and and you all. You all are watching her and seeing her move, and the first people to join. Um, are are the table next to you? Uh, but you just feel compelled to just jump into this into this dance that the whole crowd is jumping into at this point, and and people are just swaying around, and 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 for some of you, this is just just marvelous to be free. Maybe maybe some of you have been looking for a chance to sort of cut loose and just and be alive for a while. For some of you, this may be horrible. The idea of sort of dancing in front of strangers with, you know, unbridled energy and, and frankly, you know, unbridled lust. And you can hear Berber laughing, her tinkling laugh again. She stands up on your table. And she holds what looks to be a glass of champagne in the air. And she says, to Astale! And many in the crowd are echoing it. Um, I need you all to roll me a d10. Eight. Okay, Eight. just keep track of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I need, um, I need all of you to give me con rolls and keep track if you don't make a hard con roll. <laughs> I keep track that I roll a 92. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So um, she is standing on the table, and you are not entirely sure how the rest of the evening went for you. Um, all of you, it doesn't matter who was near you or whatever, you are all feeling this this sense of of just lust 
it doesn't matter your gender or your orientation or or who you might have pledged your heart to you know if people are walking up and just grabbing on to each other and hugging and kissing each other and that you are you are not any any different from them in fact those of you with the masks are even more sort of pulled into it all because of the uh you know anonymity of it all um so um here's what i need you to sort of keep track of first of all um you should all lose one d3 sanity points Okay, did anybody have less than a two in that when I had them roll a D10? <laughs> did anybody have less than a four? Uh, anybody less than a six? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Horst, you wake up in your bed. Um, it is about 11.30 in the morning. Sun is shining very brightly. I need everybody else to give me luck rolls and let me know if you, uh, let me know how well you do. And I'll just go one by one. Felix, how did you do? Uh, let's see, four, crit success. Okay. I should say a, an extreme success. That's yeah, that's fine. Uh, so you you also wake up in your room. Um, you're exhausted because you have been essentially dancing for the number of hours that you rolled on the mm -hmm. D10. Mm -hmm. Randall, what did you roll for your luck roll? Uh, it is a pass. Okay, so you wake up in your bed. That's fine. Otto. Otto has a normal success. Okay, that's fine. You also wake up in your bed. How about Shirley? Shirley failed miserably. Uh, Shirley, tell me the place you wake up that's not your bed. Hmm. Is it Anita Berber's bed? It, yeah, well, it could be... Well... No, she was no, I wake up with the ladies at the table next to me. Excellent. Uh, you are you wake up on the uh, do you wake up on a couch or in the bed? It's your choice. Maybe half and half. <laughs> okay. uh, so at some point you were aware that you were in a bed, but you wake up in a couch. Let's do that. Um, there is a um, a young woman with uh, finely cropped blonde hair. She is a she has a tea kettle and is pouring pouring a little hot water in and putting a little tea bag and says, "Oh, how are you feeling, dear?" Oh, everything hurts. Hmm. Would you like some toast? Oh, yes, please. Oh. She will walk off and make some toast. At some point, a, uh, out of a bedroom, a, another woman will walk out. She is uh, 
taller than the first woman with uh, uh, black long hair. She will go over to the kitchen area and give the woman who's making your toast a little kiss. And, uh, wow, do you have money to get home? Oh, um, yes, let me just um, find my things. I'm sorry, I got so carried away. I don't have a clear memory. <clears throat> give me a luck roll and try not to fumble. I did not fumble. <clears throat> you have you have your your bag with your money and such in it. Um, here it is. Here it is. Oh yes. Uh, thank you. I can I can uh, make my way home. Oh okay. Well, here's your toast. Well, thank you. And, that uh, was a uh, quite the party. They they smile and they say, "Well, you know where we live. If you want to come back." Um. I just might. Thank you. <laughs> you walk outside and it is entirely too oh. sunny out here. The leaves on every tree are just drooping as if they're just panting. I mean, oh, yeah, bed, bed. <laughs> and uh, I find a cab. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Wolfgang, uh, your phone rings. Mm. Okay. Here's Alvin Graw. He says, uh, oh, good, you're home. You're home. Somehow I made it, yes. Uh, What night? That was a good party, Um, Mr. Graw. Yes, it was... It was unexpected in so many ways. Do you, do you have any sense of what uh, might have happened? I, I do not. <laughs> Probably I, you know, I drank like, it's been a while since I don't drink that much, since maybe four years. Oh. I just lost track of time. Yes, but, but everybody didn't drink that much. Uh... Your, uh, your friend there, Horst, didn't drink that much, and he was dancing as enthusiastically as any of them. Really? I, uh, I think that there may have been something supernatural that occurred. What do you think of that? Well, you got my attention. I can tell you that. Uh, why, why don't we meet again so we can chat about this? Well, of course we can. Um, I'd also be... Uh, I, I was wondering, though, it, was, it struck me that perhaps we should uh, jump while the iron's hot. We know that uh, Miss Berber is leaving for Amsterdam soon. I'm, I'm very curious if she knew, if she was the one who caused the spell, or if somebody else took advantage of it, or... Uh... Yes. Well, that's quite interesting uh why that you know i i i met her like four years ago (gasps) you did yes i I, was it a pleasant engagement (laughs) um yes but uh, then she she ran away so nothing nothing that i can you know do you think that she would see you 
perhaps you I, could go and and talk to her and see if you can I, get I, I some information. So, yes, I, I think so. Um, when we can, you know, I can tell her I'm famous now, uh, more famous than I was as an actor, and maybe I can tell her what I do for a living now. And uh, oh, oh, I'd be careful about that. You don't want to scare her off. I would do this myself, but I'm I am also well known in the uh, the esoteric matters. So I, I'm not doing it myself, but uh, you can okay. tell he's sort of trying to not say something uncomfortable, like maybe you're not as famous as you think you are. Uh, <laughs> Very but, good. Uh, perhaps you could go and interview her husband and begin to get some sense of, you know, how they... How they did this. I, I can't offer you any money for this, but uh, as you know, I'm very well connected in our community, and I would be happy to uh, do a favor for you someday. You well, and your friends, uh, if you were able to help out. Sounds great. Um, let me gather my friends, see if they also made it out last night from that place. Um, let me Let me try to gather the gang together, and then I will call you back. Oh, splendid, splendid. I will wait by the phone for you. Very good, Herr Grau. I'll give you a call as soon as I gather the gang. Um, and I, I will hang up and start calling people. Uh, Otto, so, Otto. Randall, Randall, before you go, do you need to go? Okay. Um, I have uh, maybe five more minutes. So. Okay. Okay. So talk fast. So, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Otto first. Hey, Otto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolfie. Yeah. It's, 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 early, it's, it's early still. What, what do you I need? Have good, I have good news. As long as you don't have a monkey, you can come to my no. place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Otto now. It's four years on since, uh, since he went to the zoo. Uh, I haven't visited him for several weeks, so yeah, yeah, I can come. Don't worry, don't worry about that. Just come to my place, and and I'll we will catch up, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah, as you say. All right, then I will call. I'll try to contact uh, Felix and um, and also um, you know Shirley and Horst. Excellent. Uh, are they are, are Shirley and Horst also interested in joining? As long as we are not going to another one of your bourgeois nightclub cabarets. It is uh, I I do believe that something supernatural happened yesterday. Do you remember what happened to you? I was told you were dancing very happily at the, at the dance floor. Do you I, remember that? I most certainly was not. <laughs> you most certainly were. <laughs> so come over. We, we will discuss that with the rest of the, of the group. Some of us do have to work, Herr von Kregart. Ah, don't worry about that. It is a Saturday, if that helps. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure it does, but I'll go okay. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
And uh, I'll see if I can get Shirley as well because she was not at home. And did you call Felix as well? Yes, and I called Felix, yes. Okay. Oh, I agree to come. It was um, <clears throat> a stroll down Amnesia Lane. Hmm. <laughs> Very good. I'm, I'm glad that you are catching up for your lost years. <laughs> and I over the phone. <laughs> oh, come over, come over. We can discuss more what happened last night. And I will reach out to Felix. Felix, we're, we're back on, on another mystery, Felix. Supernatural again. What do you mean again? You know, like, like Grossman. Oh God! Just come over. We, you know, we can we can chat. Do you have any recollection of what happened last night? No, but uh, you know, these days I really do. So, uh, uh, where where am I coming over to? And I will provide my address in Berlin. Uh, very well, I'll be there shortly. Uh, the the arts are coming, so don't waste don't waste time. Hurry up! And with with this, I will leave for now. Maybe I will listen for a while, but I won't be able to participate anymore. Good night, <laughs> so Okay. <laughs> see you see you later guys bye leave him with the flourish see you Randall mm -hmm. uh, so you all gather at uh, Wolfgang's apartment and he uh, relates the conversation he had with uh, with your host from last night and uh, he says earnestly well he, he can't offer us any money like we got last time but uh, he's promised us a favor and he's very well connected not only in the uh, matters of the occult but also in the film world perhaps uh perhaps he could make that connection that we need to finally get our dream field dream film on the on the screen I do not like these things i remember what happened last time oh it was evil Felix shows up and his eyes are completely red and he just looks <laughs> worse than hungover. <laughs> Wolfgang, I know I know this is this is your obsession now, but but I don't know, is it you must promise we are there to fight these things if they are there. Not to embrace them like you do for for money these days. Yes. Good. Oh, you're yes. nodding your head. Yes. 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 Of course. Yes. I uh, I really am doing this for uh, the connection with Herr Grau. He's uh, again an important man who can help us in many ways. Uh, ah. Yeah. So he wants us to talk to um. Hair, um, Berber, Berber. 
get a sense. He he is he is convinced there's something supernatural. I, he thinks that if we can, he just wants to find out if if she knew that it was happening, or but, but he doesn't want to be direct about it. He just wants to sort of us to try to figure out if perhaps something has been happening. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm confused. We 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 should talk to him and ask him if he believes this is supernatural, but we shouldn't. Oh, no, it's it's an opportunity to uh, to meet with Fraulein Berber again. You remember her, right? The lovely lady with, with little Otto. Yeah, I was, saw her last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you do remember, see? We, we can sit, we can talk about old times and, and, and say, oh, by the way, what about that spell you threw last night? What a dinga. And uh, she tells us what she knows, and we speak to Herograw and make a movie. Uh, this movie making is up to, uh, to you. Are you still into that stuff, Otto? Uh, when they need the sounds, the lights, I am the man, you know? It, uh, I do those things, but I am... I'm, as much as I do anything these days, this is perhaps this is what I need to get myself back into the world, as they say. Perhaps, and he takes a good look at Felix and slaps him on the shoulder. It's what we both need, my friend. A new start, something, something to put the old bad times behind us. What do you say? Uh, well, I suppose. Uh... If we talk to Miss Berber, maybe she has some of that same stuff that she gave us uh, <laughs> back at the cabaret that night. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Shirley, Horst? Um, well, sure. You sound as, about as enthusiastic as I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so are we, he wants us to not talk to Miss Berber, but we're supposed to talk to her husband. I was a bit confused about that myself. Why oh, no, just... no, no. He wants, he wants us to talk to the, the husband and the wife. And oh, okay, good. That get makes information more about sense. them, about their, what their interests are, their habits, try to get some clue if... If maybe they'll leave some, you know, some some clue as to why, if they understand what happened last night, or if they're uh, it's uh, innocent pawns in it all. That's is terrifying. Is her husband Sebastian Drost the guy that was uh, hanging at her arm the last we saw them? Oh no 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 no! Okay. This is a, that was a uh, that was a boy toy. Boy toy at best, yes. Well, do we know how to contact them? I will, I will call Herr Grau right now. And you can hear the half of the conversation and eventually Wolfie hangs up and says, uh, well, he's, uh, he's determined that she is staying at the uh, Hotel Excelsior, uh, and uh, that he has arranged for uh, uh, 
arranged for a meeting. We are to be uh, fans of her work. All right. Well, that's easy. True enough. Exactly. I would love to take her picture. Okay. So, uh, horse, you're coming or are you staying? Are you working today? <clears throat> I should be working, but I will come with them. Clearly, we need to shut down this woman for the good of the proletariat. <laughs> uh, so you arrive and you can take a train. Um, it's right near one of the, the Ubon stations um, to get to the hotel. Um, and it is possibly the grandest hotel in Europe. It uh, has a restaurant that uh, that feeds thousands of people every day. The main lobby as you walked in, it's just expansive and carpeted. And columns creating little nooks and crannies and overstuffed armchairs. Many of these are occupied by gruff-looking men smoke, smoking cigars and looking at papers. And uh, Wolfie walks up to the front desk and the receptionist uh, directs them to, directs you to uh, room 333 with an audible sniff indicating what she thinks of Frau, Frau Berber. It's a, if you take the elevator, it's a very nice brass and walnut elevator. Wolfie strides up in the way that he does and knocks on the door. And uh, it is answered by, uh, by Henry. He is still dressed in his robes and slippers, even though by now it's early afternoon. He says, uh, uh, hello, in English, and then sort of starts to, you can see him trying to figure out a German word, and eventually he just sort of gestures with his hands for you all to enter. Oh, it's so sweet to hear the mother tongue again. <laughs> oh, you speak English. How wonderful. How wonderful. Well, and you I, are? Um, I'm Shirley. Uh, Grunwald, um, my friends here, and I introduce them all. Uh, this is um, uh, uh, Otto Please, Hildebrandt. Please introduce my wife. And, come in. Uh, oh, sure, that's who you're here to see, not oh, me. What? Oh, you too. You too. Oh, um, kind. You're too kind. Uh, I think you received a phone call here from our our, our friend uh, Wolf, Wolfgang von Gerkart. Yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm aware. Come, come right in. Come right in. He sort of starts shushing you all in the door. You get the sense that, like, he has—he's very comfortable with his, you know, one, you know, he—that he is not the person in the spotlight. Um, and as you all walk in, you can see that there's a, a couch, in the middle of the room with a table on it, and. Uh, uh, Anita Berber is is she has what looks to be a bowl, and um, in this you probably are aware of some of these things. It it looks to be a bowl of of of, of chloroform and ether, and she is taking petals off of a white rose and dipping them into this uh, little mixture. Um, they get a little frozen, and she bites into them daintily. 
Um, she is. Uh, she still has her stage makeup from last night, although it's it's just it's just smudged and smeared. Uh, she is sitting cross-legged um, on the uh, the couch, and she is um, very comfortable in her nakedness. Oh, please come in, come in. Oh, Frau Berber, it's a Have pleasure a to meet you again. And, and she sort of holds out her arm as if that would be just an easy task to do, but this room is just a disaster area. There's clothes and and costumes in little piles. There's cigarette butts in multiple ashtrays all spread throughout the room and even on the floor and, and resting comfortably next to those uh, ashtrays are empty liquor bottles. And she looks and she stares at you, Felix, and she says, do I know you? Well, we met one night, but I believe I, I would understand you not remembering. I, I... No, a continent's a face like yours. No, 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 please. Oh, it's so good to see you. And she walks up. Um, she is going to give you a hug unless you stop her. Uh, oh, no, I don't stop her. She gives you this nice, nice hug. Uh, Henry has lit up a cigarette and has just found a side chair to sit on and smoking and and he has a little smile on his face. Just, a, a bit awkwardly, I, I return the hug, but I'm kind of glancing at him to see if he's, you know... Uh, wait, is Henri the husband or the... Yes. Uh, okay, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, no, he is. he doesn't seem to be at all disturbed by this. Okay. Um, which is a little surprising to you because, you know, normally people who speak English are a little more uptight about these things. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, he, uh, he's, he's sitting there and he's smoking and at some point he sort of reaches down and finds a bottle that's, uh, not quite empty and picks it up and she's looking around and she, she looks right at you, Otto, and says, you. You you have my monkey, don't you? Yeah, 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 Fräulein, I um, I had your monkey. Yes, yes, I I had that that honor for quite a while, but he is he has returned to his companions in the zoo. It was oh, how delightful! I think yes. that's where I got him. I'm not sure. Ah, yes, yes, he. He's still there. I go to visit sometimes. It's, uh, oh, does he remember you, do you think? Uh, well, he, he didn't throw anything at me last time, so I, oh, I think that's a good that's sign. Nice. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. always good when they don't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, think. I'm so delighted to see you all. It's so, so nice. Yes, please. Um, And she will now be a little bit more... Uh, concerned about finding you seats and will just take her arms and just grabbing like a like a, a, a shovel and just sort of pull off the things off the other couch and just dump them on the floor and uh yes she is just uh, please sit down sit down can i offer you uh, anything to eat or drink or uh, recreational in nature <laughs> well i think we came here to ask you some questions about last night's performance. 
Oh, it was so wonderful, wasn't it? Just the audience participating like that. It was. Oh, yes. Well, indeed, um, there's been some suggestion that there might have been something. um, I don't know, esoteric about it. Oh, well, that yes, madam. Are you are you a witch that you would corrupt the good working people of Berlin in this way? Felix starts laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and she just kind of looks at you like, this is not the first time someone has accused her of corrupting the good folk of multiple countries across Europe. And she says, I don't corrupt people. I simply remind them of who they are. I seem to recall you might have been doing a little dancing night last night, sir. <clears throat> Any man can fall prey to a woman's corruption. Hmm. You don't seem like the sort that's fallen prey nearly enough, I think. But, all right. Well, um, I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions about the performance if you're interested. Uh, but are you sure I can't offer you anything? I can have food sent up, drinks set up. I've got uh, recreations, whatever you need. I'd like to eat would not be uh, untowards. Uh... There are children starving in the orphanages, madam. Perhaps you will feed them as well. Horst, horst, horst. Well, people paid a lot of money for tickets last night, including the show you went to go see. Perhaps you should have used that money for that then, sir. It was not my money to spend, but I certainly agree that everyone there would have been far better in in, spending their money to enrich the proletariat rather than on your diversions. (laughs) Well, to each their own, then. Felix is looking around for evidence of any any of her other types of diversions, but he's not he's not comfortable asking for it. <laughs> so you know, uh, a mirror with you know a razor blade, or is there a, a syringe lying around, or? Oh, there's both of those. Okay, yes. well, so his there. Yeah, will you know go be drawn to that, and uh, and you know you get the sense as soon as you sort of as soon as she catches your eye catching at it, she is suddenly like very much engaged. Like you know when you're at that party and you're not sure if you should offer somebody, if somebody comes over your house and you're like, do I offer him a lemonade or offer him a beer? Mm-hmm. And you've just indicated like, no, I'd like a beer. And she would like a beer as well, but was fine with lemonade if that's what others are drinking. Uh, so she is, oh, uh, do you uh, do you enjoy? Well, yes, but uh, perhaps later. Uh, <gasps> it's, it's a bit early, even for me. Oh, but we're all just living on this world for a short period of time. You should indulge it while you can. I think my friends might have some questions for you first, and I don't want to get too distracted. Oh, I assure you, I won't be distracted by their questions. (laughs) (laughs) I'd laugh. Well, I'll tell you what, then why don't you you start uh, preparing uh, 
uh, a little bit of the syringe there. Make sure I've got the good stuff. That's very strong for, for the morning. Perhaps some of this, and I point to the little mirror piece of glass. Oh, of course, of course. She will, she will happily sort of uh, get the mirror out and the razor blade, and she's got a little uh, little bag she pulls out from uh, underneath one of the seat cushions. Not that she's hiding, it's just that's where it sort of ended up last. And uh, puts it out and sets up a line. And uh, Excellent. This is exactly what I needed this morning. Oh, sorry. Ladies first. Just... Yes. Oh, all right. Now you can try it. Mm. And I will uh, have some as well. Oh, I'm sorry. You all, you, you had questions, dear. Uh, well, I think Wolfgang, uh, Shirley, uh, uh, perhaps oh. Wolfgang. I remember you too. You were so handsome there. I, I hated skipping out on you, but uh, there's something about the night they called to me that time. Then I'm not going to have a backup with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was an amazing performance last night. Uh, oh, thank you. How were you inspired to come up with the idea for it? Well, I mean, I, I like to listen to the music first and then try to draw from it and then also think about my my own personal experiences. Clearly, uh, she sort of taps her finger over near the table with the syringe on it. Morphine wasn't uh, something I needed to think a lot about to come up with as a theme. Uh, but uh, certainly I've, uh, my husband there, he's a very talented piano player. He's, uh, he does all of the, all the music for my shows and he's often the one who suggests little pieces and uh, and I also, you know, we have friends, we go to their concerts and, uh, and I hear a piece and it just inspires me. Fascinating. Fascinating. Is there any particular piece of music that was particularly inspirational or, uh, well, I did like that last piece. I think, uh, Starry is, uh, is, is a sort of an interesting, uh, Interesting figure. She's a, a moon goddess. I don't know if you know anything about her, but uh, no. no, tell me, tell me more. Well, she uh, she has uh, her her temple is actually made up of prostitutes. It's actually a fascinating sort of twist on the traditional role of women in the the temples, where a, a, a contrast to those temples where women need to be kept, you know separate and far away these women were very much engaged with the uh the congregation congregating with the congregation if you will see it was she a, a ancient greek or ancient roman uh, or something else she's a little babylonian a little egyptian uh, something to do with the moon did you say oh yes 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 Last which time. makes sense that time of night that's when uh, that's when uh, peoples uh, allow the cover of darkness to release their inhibitions. Yes. 
quite a bit of stops last night, but uh, I must admit I don't really remember much of what went on. Uh, um, you were on our table, and uh, well, there was music notes everywhere, and Henry so yells out, and she was quite naked, wasn't she, sir? Well, she was, and uh, we were all very appreciative of her uh, performance. Uh, yes, uh, it was almost as if a spell had fallen. I suppose they were adding something to the schnapps they were serving us, or the wine. Uh, was it something else? Oh, I don't know. I think there was just sort of a collective energy in the, that night. It was, it, was, it, was, it was wonderful, really. It's, you know, I've, I've had audiences become, you know, engaged before, but uh, that was really, really wonderful. Why don't you give me a psychology role? Could we all give a shot at it since we're sure, in the room with us? Yeah. Nope. Mine's actually very good, but um, extremely good. But I want to go wait to hear <clears throat> Felix's lead since he's, he's taking the lead on this. So how'd you do, Felix? I got a regular success. Okay. Uh, so she is um, she's generally interested in this topic, um, but it's it seems somewhat superficial, like, you know, somebody who looked up the Wikipedia article more than, you know, some sort of deep study into the topic. All right. Does, yeah. does her husband, Henri, is it Henri or Henry? He's speaking uh, I've English, been going back but... and forth, but Henry, yes. Henry, so he's he's American. He is American, yes. Okay, great. What is his uh, sort of other than slouching, leering at this time? What is his kind of posture and behavior like during this conversation? I wanted to keep uh, an eye on him as well. Uh, so he has continued to be stretched out in this chair. Um, he is. Uh, you know, watching his wife and sort of amused by uh, by her and a little bit of almost pride, if you will, in her uh, in you know sort of the way that people just sort of flock around her. Right, uh, but when we begin talking about the uh, you know the music and the, the possibly it was something else and all that, is he just continue to be amused or is he like, oh yeah, that was me. Kind of thing. <laughs> uh, no, he does not sort of okay. you know, start twirling his mustache or anything of that sort. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> well, but, um, it's fascinating. You plan on having another performance? Oh, uh, not here in uh, Berlin. I'm off to Amsterdam. But uh, my husband is playing tonight. If you'd like to come and hear a piano recital. Yes, that would be quite lovely. Oh, well, of course, of course. And he will uh, he will hand you uh, tickets 
to the uh, the the Clarchens Ball Hall. Um, and uh, oh yes, yes, just 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 give my name, and you should uh, get in with these tickets. They'll give you good seats. Uh, yes, yes. Excellent. Uh, will you be there? Or will you? Uh, oh, I'll be playing, good sir. I'll oh, be playing some of my some of music of uh, I've really enjoyed. I'm asking her if she will be. Oh, I wouldn't miss it. Of course, I I I love all of my husband's music. Um, and he says, you know, well, I I know I can't fill a room as much as uh, as Anita here can, but I uh, I've attracted a certain amount of following of my own. Yes, yes. Perhaps we could uh, have some drinks afterwards after the recital. Uh, oh, that sounds lovely. Yes, yes. Nita says, and perhaps it'll be late enough we can enjoy more than just drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. I, I will very much look forward to it. Okay. Uh, is anybody else doing anything while uh, Felix is engaged in conversations with Anita? Um, I was going to be looking to see if there were leftover meals kind of hanging around in such a decadent place. Maybe pick up a old piece of pizza crust or, you know, a lump of bread here or there. Or whatever. I wasn't kidding when I said maybe a meal. Otto hasn't been taking care of himself for a while. So okay. give, a little me snack. A, give me a spot hidden roll. Sure. That is going to just miss. Okay. So you you said that the the room was really messy. That she had to move a bunch of stuff off chairs and that sort of thing. Yep. What kind of stuff? Sure. Like yeah. No. Knickknacks or books or newspapers so it's, or it's clothes and costumes are all over the floor. Um, there's uh, empty liquor bottles and uh, plates and she primarily was using plates and silverware and such off the. The couch you were sitting on, but it's just generally sort of moving through, you know, kicking bottles and trying to avoid stepping on ashtrays. I mean, it looks like they've been here for a while, but you know they haven't been in town that long. So you guess that they've just been eating and drinking themselves or others and just not worrying about picking up nor letting any of the hotel staff in to try to cut through the, the, okay. the collection of garbage. Mm-hmm. I was going to start, I was going to be rifling through stuff, but that doesn't sound appealing, so I won't. <laughs> okay, give me a spot hidden, though. So stab yourself with a needle. That's what I'm afraid of. No, I don't spot anything. I'm too disgusted. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it is not how probably horse lives. Shirley's interested. Is there a piano in the room? Uh, there is not a piano in the room. Oh, well, where do you practice, Henry? Oh, oh the hotel has a little uh, small, they have the big ballroom, but of course they're, that's constantly in use. But they do have a small one, a little recital type room that I can practice in. And then again, I've been, uh, I've been over at this, uh, this ballroom, uh, you know, putting together my, uh, putting together my pieces there. Oh, yeah. And your oh, influences. What, what is, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Shirley. Oh, no, no. That just sounds lovely. Yes. Influences. Otto, you are. You read my mind. Yeah, yeah. Where, where do you. How, how does one say 
with his talent, Shirley, what do they ask you? How do you get your ideas, sir? Where do they come from? Well, I, 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 and he seems a little embarrassed. I don't, I don't tend to write my own pieces. I just enjoy others' work. I, um, I originally uh, started off doing more uh, upbeat type tunes. Uh, I, I got my my start in Baltimore, and I, uh, the, the American audiences want things a little bit more uh, positive, if you will. Uh, but since coming to Europe and meeting Anita, I've been able to explore a wide range of uh, of different pieces. And uh, I think you heard some variety in the music last night. I I helped Anita with picking all of those pieces. Oh, yes, he's wonderful. Very, very talented. I, all the dance moves are mine, of course. But uh, but uh, certainly he is the, the you know, my music director. Yeah, yeah. Music complimented the dancing perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, sir. Is he a handsome man or a sort of an average-looking fellow? Uh, he looks, um, you know, the sort that could be in a Hollywood movie, not in the front, but like in one of the, one of the, not the bit players, but sort of the next layer type thing. Like he's the best friend character in a movie. Sure. Uh, well, well, sir, our, our uh, sponsor, I guess you could call him, uh, is always looking for uh, talent, and I'm sure that you have uh, musical talent, but perhaps you would uh, be interested in uh, also playing a role in one of his next films. <gasps> oh. And, uh, and he, uh, I've been sort of having him speak to you sort of in a normal tone because... But he's he's his German isn't great. Sure. So he's speaking to you and he's getting the words, but he's a lot more halting than I'm doing here because I think that's not interesting. Uh, but he's uh, I don't know if I I would have to learn the lines, but uh, but that could be exciting. What what do you think, dear? And he's like, oh, if that's what you want to do, of course you should do it, Henry. Excellent. Well, uh, we, we should speak more this evening. We can uh, uh, we can get uh, uh, our our host uh, uh, von Barton to come with us and uh, speak more. He, he, you know, you could do a bit of an audition, so to <gasps> speak. although uh, perhaps yes, yes. Well, that would be something. I appreciate the offer, sir. Oh, no problem. Uh, you would. You would make a, a fine, uh, well, he's got some ideas, yes. I'll just leave it at that. Well, I, uh, yes, 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 we should do that. We, we can talk tonight after the show. Excellent, excellent. I will, uh, I will be, uh, very interested, uh, and perhaps we can, um, you can tell me more about uh, these inspirations that the both of you have. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I do indeed, sir. It's uh, not something I particularly partake in, but uh, I'm sure Anita would be willing to join you for a dance or two, if you would. Most well. Most well. All right. Well, we uh, we have got to get ready, but it's been a, such a pleasure meeting you all. And... Uh, We'll see you tonight. Um, just before we leave, I don't know if you'd allow a 
another spot hidden row since I was looking for food the first time. But uh, <laughs> when he mentioned he doesn't actually uh, compose his own music, I'm just curious if I can see any, like, I don't know, what's the word, songbooks or, you know, any influences kind of laying around the apartment under all this stuff that seems prominent, something that might be musical. Sure, give me a spot hidden. All right. That is a normal success. Okay. Uh, so um, you uh, do see um, you do see some sheet music over in the side. It's sort mm-hmm. of off to the side and seems to be somewhat protected by a chair mm-hmm. from the, the normal overflow. Um, but as you're looking at that, you notice underneath a um, another chair, it looks like there's a um, it looks like there's pamphlets, you know, the the, the distributed, uh, you know, private works. You know, someone wants to sort of talk about their own theory on something a little, you know, the equivalent of our zines or uh, these days uh, underneath one of the chairs as well. OK. You know what? This is an anything goes kind of crowd. They don't exactly stand on uh, manners. I'm just going to walk over and, and grab like, oh, and as if I have noticed something interesting and just grab one of the pamphlets real quickly and then uh, kind of return to people as we are leaving. Um, so give me a sleight of hand or stealth roll to sort of to do that. I was going to try it openly. Oh. Well, if you're doing it openly, uh, Anita will say, well, what, what do you have there, Mr. Oh, Otto? Yeah, I, I, I saw this over there. It looked uh, very interesting. And it, what is it exactly? The pamphlet? Yes, it looks like a, um, it looks like a pamphlet that is um, enlisted on the front cover is, um, uh, it says Magical Letters. By Gregor Gregorus. See, uh, Gregor Gregorus. It's, uh, I have been, uh, is it, <clears throat> I'm sorry, is it like, uh, like speech, uh, uh, where people go and listen to his thing? Is yeah, it it's the sort of thing that someone might read before they gave a, a lecture, and then people are like, oh, that, you know, that was such a great lecture. I'd love to get that. And then they, they basically go to a publisher and print out a small booklet of it. Okay. Any chance at all that I know this guy? Uh, give me an occult roll and tell me how well you do. <laughs> I want to show Wolfie. That's an absolute not base number. Um, so yeah, yeah. This um, um, Gregor Gregoris is. Um, um, I have seen. Uh, something the other day he spoke. Um, where did you? How did you do, by the way? Wolfie. Oh, I got a fifty-six. Out of out of whatever the base is. Let me have a okay. Look. I, I, I didn't. I didn't even look. So it's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's five. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, Berber's like, I don't know what that is. Uh, one of our guests must have left it here. Ah, yeah, we have so yeah. Many people it's, coming in and out. It's hard to keep track of them. Wolfgang, do you, this is a, Can you place this name? Would you yeah. mind? Would you mind? I, I, I know I saw. Ahead, perhaps near me, my apartment. Go ahead and roll me some dice and let me know what you come up with. Roll me some dice. This is my uh, 
fumbling song that I'm going for here. But it probably doesn't matter because there's the role I need, the 06. Well, that's for Wolfgang, though. And he's, oh, yes, yes. I oh. uh, I recognize this name. He has uh, he's done some, uh, he's written a, a series of different uh, different uh, topics. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, it must have been you who was telling me this uh this uh this man uh would it be all right do you mind and i i look at the uh our hosts there she says um well no i think you should leave it here it's uh if someone left it they may come back looking for it and we are leaving tomorrow it would be uncomfortable if we had to say we lent out something that wasn't ours you can understand ah yes this is I'm sorry. It's uh, I thought it was like little Otto. It's yes, no. I understand. I understand. It is. It is not mine to take, of course. And I uh, will kind of glance at it real quick, thumb it through, and set it down. Kind of pat it. Would of course, of course. Uh, pardon my manners. Ah, no problem at all. We'll see you tonight. We'll see you tonight, eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. See you then. Au revoir. Does anybody wish to do anything between now and 8.30? Talk to Wolfie about this guy. Yeah. They seemed a little, uh, a little protective. Like I said, if this is a woman who can pick up and lose a monkey at the drop of a hat. <laughs> it seems a little <laughs> odd to me that she wants to hold on to a piece of paper that someone may have left in her apartment. Who is this guy, Wolfie? Oh, he is. Uh, he has written a series of. Uh, he's a. He's a bit of an occultist. It's, he has uh, written a few different pieces about uh, the use of magic for um, crystals and. Uh, He's written a piece called Splitting Magic. Um, and uh, I think he's dabbled in some satanic magic topics as well, but I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know that for sure. Uh, yeah. This is mm. a person who brought this, this piece of, this item to those lovely people's apartment is clearly the person who is up to something. Oh, I must, I must call Gru and tell him this. Ah, ah. And then tell him to start writing checks. Our job is done. <laughs> I will. We're not getting paid for this one, sweetie. For, for the movie, huh? Oh, well, for the movie. You know, you can always swing by the the photography shop and do a little work on the set for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's very, very, um, very the, 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 This occultist. Um, mm-hmm. Perhaps we can find um, another one of these works if you, you send off for it or there's a street corner that uh, he peddles this stuff on. Wolfgang will say, well, it's possible there's a bookstore in town that has it, but I think you're right. I, I can get the uh, I can get the address. I, I bet Gru, Gru is very tied in the community. Perhaps this is one thing we could ask him for. Perfect. 
I will, I will call him post suite and let him know about what we've learned. I will see you at 830, perhaps some of you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Is anybody doing anything between now and 830? Not I. And is everybody going to the piano recital? I will be. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, this is uh, Clara's ballroom is what it translates into. It's a uh, unassuming gray stone building. Um, the entrance uh, has a hand painted sign hanging over it, depicting a uh, dancing couple. And uh, as you arrive at the door, there's a, uh, uh, there's no, there's no, there's no one taking tickets or anything of that sort. Um, and you, uh, there's a set of stairs leading upward into uh, one of those famous mirror rooms Ooh. where there's a uh, grand piano sitting in the middle of the dance floor. There are chairs arranged in a semicircle around the instrument. 8.30 comes. 8.30 goes. There's one other person here when you arrive, and she at some point starts tapping her foot. 8.45. Um. And then at 8.50, uh, you see uh, Berber and uh, Henry, some come come in. He is wearing evening clothes and he's sweating profusely. She is dressed in the uh, that black morphine gown that she was wearing, but she's wearing a uh, a monocle, and it looks the energy from them. You don't even have to do a psychology role. There's clearly just some sort of you know irritation between them. Um, and he tries to guide her to a chair, and she just furiously sort of pushes him away and looks around as soon as he spots you all as soon as she spots you all she uh she sits down near I, you yeah i pat the chair when i see her looking at us i pat the chair next to me and she sits down and she her hand just sort of slides over your leg and she makes absolutely sure that henry can see this happening um and, Not a uh all. What is what is the matter, Frau Berber? Henry does not like when I relax before his shows. Well, uh, I'm sorry about that, but uh, uh, you're so late. Uh, I was expecting the show to begin quite a while ago. Everything all right? Other people will wait for quality. That has been my motto, and people have always waited for me. It's not my fault if people won't wait for him. This is true. This is true. I kind of like sit. Up. I bet you waited for me, not him, didn't you? Well, uh, I must admit, uh, I was interested in uh, seeing both of you. Yes. Hmm. 
she sort of l- puts her head on your shoulder. It's it's less romantic and more like like she needs something just to hold her head up. <laughs> uh, and you're all just sitting in this room and the door, you know, the, the person who came in before you just sort of just is looking at this and just sort of in disgust sort of throws down their program and walks through and closes the door. And you realize you're all just stuck in this room on the top floor and a hot August day. And there's just, you can look around and see these mirrors on the walls that are just reflecting back your sweaty faces. And then he begins to play. And uh, I don't know how much of you, how many, you, you'll recognize the tune. It's clearly a, a list tune. Uh, um, it's got that, you know, it's a pounding dynamic piece um, that seems to have sort of echoes of Gregorian chants underneath it. And the music is just exploding from the piano and it's just filling this room. And it's clear that he, you're all just sort of leaning in just, oh, it's just, it's, it's one of the more powerful experiences you've, you've ever had. And as you're listening, he's playing and playing and 15 minutes has gone by and, uh, and you all sort of, at some point, your eyes sort of catch, catch the mirrors and their large images. And you realize Felix, that Berber, she is, she looks, her face just looks harsher and haggard, haggard. You know, her lips are pinched and severe. When I see her in the mirror or when I actually. Yes. When you're looking, you're in the mirror. Oh, okay. And you just keep staring at it and you realize she looks far, far older. You know, you, you had heard she's 27 years old. She looks much older than this. And even her dress, as you're looking in the mirror, looks to be this dark crimson color. Kind of shake my head and blink my eyes and look, look at her actual visage. And as your eyes start to turn, you suddenly realize that, that you look different as well. So I need, I'm going to go around the table here. I need all of you to tell me what ugly truths or perhaps repressed secrets are being reflected back at you in an unflinching manner from these mirrors. Uh, why don't we start with Felix? Oh. Um, so probably he was when he was younger in you know, the equivalent of boarding school, the Prussian or Austrian equivalent of boarding school. Uh, And that's kind of where he became this uh, intimidating person. Partially and unnecessarily. And are you wearing the clothes you're wearing now as a young man? Are you wearing the clothes of your school? Oh, definitely the school. It's it. It's like one of these strict Germanic schools where they had to wear basically a uniform, and uh, you know they were probably harshly treated as well. But yeah, it's it's like maybe maybe uh, not lederhosen, but shorts, but then you know extremely sharply cut and uh, 
very uniform looking. Okay. Um, uh, why don't we go to Otto? Otto, what do you see when you look into this mirror? When I look into the mirror, well, I'm sorry, can you hear me? I dropped. Uh, yeah, no, we can hear you. Me. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Otto looks into the mirror. <clears throat> he doesn't see this man who once presented his brilliant ideas or tried to present his ideas to Einstein and was stopped um, before he could get there. He sees a boy who was too afraid and, and, and didn't believe in his equations. And, um, and, and in fact, all of his equations were, were, um, were false and he just looks bewildered and confused and, and, and very shy and, and very childlike rather than the uh the man that he is he has become he is not a man at all okay horse what do you see when you look in the mirror um <sighs> so you know especially kind of over the past four years uh, horst is not a communist or a marxist um but he is definitely starting to uh, think in those directions. Um, although all the various parties in Ger all the various communist parties in Germany uh, are too confusing, and there are too many of them for him to you know actually make a decision on. Um, but his deep dark secret is that he really actually kind of enjoys hanging out with all these uh, bourgeois people with all these uh, bourgeois people. Um, and specifically, he kind of secretly wishes that he were uh, Herr von Barton. He oh. sees himself as Herr von Barton. So he looks like him. He's wearing his clothes, his mannerism, or is it? Is it actually he looks yep. just like him? Um, probably looks probably that one. Ooh. Won't Gary be surprised next week? Um, okay, and uh, Rachel. And you're on mute, just so you know. Shirley is got um, blood up to her elbows, and she's wearing a ragged dress, and um, she um, um, she <clears throat> is a. Uh, Looks like she's always looking over her shoulder, looking um, to see who has who has seen her, seen her past, seen what happened in the states that drove her to Germany in the first place. Interesting. Okay. Um, so everybody can give a sanity roll. It's a for seeing this disturbing imagery in the mirror. It's a zero if you pass, a one if you don't. And the performance ends, and you can hear that final note die away. As you look around and you look at each other, you realize that you are now inhabiting the form you saw in the mirror. Furthermore, there's no sign 
of Henry or Anita. Anita's head was was right there next to your shoulder, Felix, and then she's just gone. And this room is just chilly. It's cold even, like late fall. You know, it's not August heat and the stiflingness. It's it's cold, and as you look up, you see that there's a uh, a high window, and it's it's there's a weak milky daylight coming down through the window and you are sure you arrived here at 8.30 and the show started at 9pm and you now see daylight coming through. Can I get another sanity roll? It's a 1 if you pass, a d4 if you don't. I rolled all the zeros. <laughs> and did you fail the last one too? I did. Did you give me an intelligence roll? I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then this is disturbing, but not madness inducing. All right. Uh, You are all looking around and you see each other in the forms that you just sort of described. Felix is a is a young man. Um, in a in a, some sort of formal school, and Otto is, you know, a, a boy looking, you know, not the. Yes, of course, I'll take your monkey, Miss Otto, that he was before, but sort of unsure about himself. And Horace just looks quite well. Well, I mean, that's where you thought Horace was, but uh, it's 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 strange now. There's somebody somebody sitting in that seat. It's your it's your companion. It's it's von von Barton, but how how can that be? He's not been here with you. Well, actually, we'll reckon he will be, and surely just <laughs> looks disturbed, covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, covered in blood. My God! Uh, did anybody happened? else lose more than five sanity in the last few minutes? Perfect. Uh, Holy, what? Oh my gosh! And what? <sighs> is I, there any, can I ask a quick question too? Is is there any, um, the physical changes are obvious, but are there any like mental changes? Like my biggest thing was kind of being confused and befuddled and things like that. So are there any like characteristic uh, changes or anything? There's nothing about there... this that's made you like that. But, um, you know, my discovery has been that somebody can be a, a, a perfectly reasonable adult and then they go to their parents' house for spring for holiday break and they fall right back in the habits they had when they were in, you know, high school or middle school. So if you think that Otto will fall back into his way of thinking about the world when he's inhabiting this form, then then that's fine. But there's nothing forcing you to be that way. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I move over to this window and look out. I mean, does the room look like the same room we were in? It does. It looks exactly like the same room. I look out the window because it was dark out and now it's not. So it's a high window. You're going to have to give me a climb roll or step on a table or chair or something to get up there. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I haul a chair over and uh, let's see. I 
fall off the chair. <laughs> God, it's okay. It's you're reorienting to this new body. That makes complete sense. The awkwardness of a of a teenager. I think I'm taller than I really am. Yeah. What? So eventually, you you look out the window. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I guess I write it and climb up on the chair again. Okay. Uh, so it is daylight out there. It looks to be you know, maybe early morning. Um, You can see um, that the vegetation that was on the streets all appears to be dull and lifeless, except for here and there, you can see uh, bushes with with, uh, white roses on them. And as you look down, you can see the sign that you saw on the way in. It wasn't shiny and new. Uh, but it, it is now uh, pitted and faded and just you can tell the mounting on it is it's getting ready to rust through at any moment. Even the walls as you look down just seem to be streaked with age and neglect. There's no traffic outside. There's nobody walking around. You don't hear any voices. You don't hear any birds singing. I look around for uh, Frau Berber, Henri. Henri, uh, you know, I'm kind of like a little bit frantic looking for I open doors and. Oh, in this room here, there's only there's only a door into this room. No, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm opening it. I'm I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, OK, so uh, that's great. So you're heading down the stairs, uh, Horace. What are other people doing? What is this room like again? I'm sorry. Is it? Um... It's like a recital room, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. is it all like a, a flat floor? Is it like a um, little bit of an audience with the stage, like behind it? You know, a little bit of a amphitheater, I guess, like a small amphitheater kind of thing. Or um, I'll tell you what. I will uh, take a little picture and put it in the notes for you. Oh, okay. I was just trying to figure out if there was like a backstage thing or something like that. Uh, there is not, as you will see presently. Uh-huh. I'll stumble around and to like get an idea. <laughs> yeah, oh. so you can see that there's, you know, chairs sort of around a piano, mm-hmm, mirrors on mm-hmm. the wall, a high window, and stair- one door leads out down the stairs. You yeah. came up. And no one else was at the performance. Yeah, there was one. There was one person there when it started, but she apparently just gave up. Oh, what has happened? I don't know. Auto? Is that horse? You're headed down the stairs. Yep. Um, so you end up, you know, you're right there on the street and you can see the same things that Felix was able to see from above. You know, there's you, you get a you look up, there's a gray sunless sky, uh, but there's still, you know, there's still the light from the morning coming down. The, 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 but now that you're on the street and you can look each way, you realize that it just it stretches out in a straight line that you don't really remember. Like it just seems to keep going, going. And now that you're down the street as well, you can uh, 
you can see that um, there's statues lining the streets. They're they're marble with featureless faces of nude men and women. And then off to the west, you can see what looks to be a uh, a domed building rising up. You're sure it's towards the center of town, maybe a, a half mile or so off the distance. Could you give me a sanity roll, please? Uh, it keeps going down. It keeps getting harder to do so. Oh, but for the first time, I succeed. Ah, well, that's no loss then. Perhaps uh, Felix described it to you sufficiently that you were. Uh... <laughs> All right. And I, so there, I take it there's it's it's like silent. There's no noise yeah, of there's, anything. There's no no noise that you can hear. It's so, I mean this is a busy city. You're it, it it's yeah. strange even in the countryside when you went out to visit the garden. There was still noise. This is just eerie. So it 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 doesn't really look like Berlin, but it kind of still does. Yeah, give me an idea roll. Uh, <laughs> I just remember. My... Yeah, I just remember why that might not be a good thing for you, but yeah. Yeah, I don't have an idea. <laughs> oh, you do or you don't? I do not. Okay. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? I'll go back in. Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess I'm looking at the others. You know, sort of identifying, yes, that's Otto, but he's younger and Miss Fra Frau Draper, Fräulein Draper, uh, what's wrong? You have blood all over you. Uh, uh, I gotta find a, 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 a restroom. Uh, uh, yes, surely. Come uh, with me. Yeah, I, I run out and, um, and uh, find a place to clean up and... Um, What's that music? Gotta look at the piano. Um, what 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 has happened? I, I wonder if uh, did did any of you partake of her uh, any of her substances? I wonder if uh, all of that cocaine that I took or something last night. No. No. Come, let's find you a restroom to clean up in. Let's go down the stairs. Mm -hmm. Otto, come. For his part, Otto is kind of glancing back and forth and looking at his hands and kind of running to the mirror and looking at the mirror. And he begins sort of stumbling around in the chairs and kind of smashing them and saying, no, 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 stupid, stupid. And keeps hitting himself in the head for a little bit. And... uh Kind of falls on the floor for a few minutes. Eventually, when no one else is there, he'll, I guess, collect himself a little bit and slouch after. Stupid. So, yes, if you head downstairs, you can find there's a little wine bar and you sort of underneath the stairs. And you can uh, certainly... Uh, Find a little basin there with some water in it if you want to uh, clean up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we still see nobody. 
Yes. There was no there was no one on the streets, Herr Grunwald. Or Frau Grunwald. Let's let's look at the piano. It it had to be boy, Wolfie was right. There's some kind of spell or something. I wander out into the street if once they go back upstairs. Uh, something caught my eye. You, you mentioned there were like white roses, white flowers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every now and then you can see. I mean, the trees here are all sort of, um, you know, there's no, no sign of growth or anything except for here and there there's white rose bushes blooming. I'm going to wander over to one and. Mm-hmm pull a flower off of it look at it smell it smells like a rose by the way now that you're on the street and you can see these statues and that large dome type structure down there why don't you give me a sandy roll yeah Uh, let's see 56 I made it by 2 so success success no loss no loss for success. So that dome is not normally there. No. Uh, is it how? I mean, how far away is it? Maybe a half mile or so. Okay. Well, I'll head back inside to see what the others are doing. Okay, give me an idea roll. Uh, that is a success. It strikes you as you look and you realize that you've been sort of changed by looking into this mirror into some different form, some underlying part of you, some secret, some truth you didn't want to let out. uh, That perhaps the city itself has been transformed in some way. Perhaps it has its own secrets that it doesn't want others to know about. All right. Well, I'll take the rose back inside. Shirley, you want to look at the piano? Yes. Not a problem. You want to spot hidden or arted or what do you want? I can I can spot the hidden thing. Uh, If there was such a thing to see, you would see it. It looks like a perfectly ordinary uh, piano. Um, there's, yep. And there's there no music? sheet music either. And you, you recall that he, he must have done it from memory. We have to find them. We, we have to find them. And there's a strange domed building. It's not, don't recognize it. Perhaps we should go there. There's no one out in the streets. There's. Yes, I would agree, Herr Hayden. We should have a look. Perhaps all the people have gone there. Pull out my pocket watch and take a look. What time is it? Uh, your pocket clock, uh, pocket watch says it is 9.20. Does that make sense with what how much time has passed since the thing was? It makes sense that that would be the time that the music stopped. 
of course, that was 9.20 p.m. Yes. The sun is out. Well, you again, you haven't seen the sun, but there's there's morning light outside. Okay. Shirley, are you all right, Otto? Are you? Come on, let's uh, let's get out of this place. Perhaps, perhaps they they uh, something happened last night, and now I don't know. Look, I look at these clothes. I didn't come here like this. No. Are you full sized by any chance, or are you youngish? I, I'm younger. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like a little kid, but. Right, right, gotcha. Yeah. A teenager. Yeah. Come on, let's go. And I uh, roughly grab Otto's elbow. Shake shake yourself out of it. Come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I'll begin buying my, my nails kind of to the quick with, uh, with one hand and kind of <clears throat> shake my arm loose and kind of follow. Are we going out to the, uh, the street? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to see this dome. In the ah, yeah, yeah. That's a sand roll. Is that right? Sure it is. For both <laughs> you and Shirley, if you're going to put Shirley. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and do that. That's a fail. It's a D4. That's... D4. Just lost four. And now I lost two more. Oh, so, there we go. Give me that idea, Roy. He's got all kinds of ideas. I also lost four. <laughs> How much have you lost total in the last few set few within the last hour? Nine. Oh, oh well then give me an idea roll as well. Once again, I have no ideas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a secret weapon. Uh, but Otto, Otto's got an idea. Roll me a couple of D tens if you would. All righty. Got ourselves a three and a six. Huh. <laughs> um, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure what to do with either of those. I'll tell you what, why don't you tell me how the madness uh, uh, comes out of you? Um, uh, he comes out. And he's kind of biting his nails and biting his nails, and he sees the dome and he sees that, and he realizes not only is he not smart enough to get the ideas he wants out, but he just nothing, nothing is working right, nothing is right, and he just kind of begins running <clears throat> uh, down the street, directly down the street between the two statues. Okay, give me a D. What was your D10? Your second one? Uh, what did I say? Was it a six? I think it was a okay, six. Perfect. Uh, the rest of you, you see um, Otto uh, start running down down the street. Otto, stop. I, I Just chase after take him. off. <laughs> yeah. I don't want him to get out of our sight and get lost in this. Sure. Horst, are you joining them? Um, I will follow at a more sedate pace. Okay. I'm not uh, a runner. <laughs> that's fine. So uh, Felix and Shirley are taking off after Otto. Otto, you are you're fleeing down the street. Um, all of you, as you are walking or running down the street, 
um, as soon as you sort of hit the street and start moving at whatever pace you're moving, you hear this strange rhythmic sound. It's hard to figure out. It kind of reminds you of like, you know, like a, a rusty hinge creaking, but it's 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 like hundreds of rusty hinges opening and closing, opening and closing. And as you're um, as you're running down the street, you realize that every window and every building on the block is opening and closing in unison. Um, and it's in a steady rhythm, and it's going faster for the three of you that are running. And and for you, Horst, it's it's more of a more of a steady sound back and forth. Um, if I could get another roll of sanities, that would be great. Zero or a, or a uh, D two. Finally passed one. <laughs> um, and as soon as you all sort of realize that's what's going on, that these windows are sort of moving back and forth with their hinges, it stops. Um, could everybody give me listen rolls? I don't need to bother with any of these rolls, right? Oh, no, you can give me a listen roll if you want. Uh, that was a hard. Okay. Regular. Failure. Okay. Uh, uh, it is a fail for me, too. All right, so that's fine. That makes sense. You're running in a panic. The other two mm -hmm. are following right behind you. Uh, but they can hear... They can hear, now that the, the hinges have stopped, they can hear footfalls, like bare feet on the cobblestones. And then, you know, as they're looking around, um, and uh, you don't notice this, Otto, and you don't notice this horse, but uh, you're quite sure you see a flash of of movement behind a window, uh, Felix and Shirley. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, as you're as you're running by, you can see the door of a townhouse open. It's dark inside the building, um, but you can see that there's a uh, a a man shape lurking in the shadows, standing stock still in the doorway, just standing there. I'm still chasing after Otto. Yep, I, absolutely. That's fine. And I'm, I'm telling you, see this. Berating him. I'm, uh, you know, I don't want to use a skill on him, but I'm trying to intimidate him. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to beat you black and blue if you don't stop, Otto. Oh, that's interesting. Otto, would you respond to that, given your current state? No, 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 no. Otto is only hearing the, um, I appreciate it, though. Were he able to respond, he would very much appreciate the efforts okay. of his friend. But he, he's in his own head right now, and he's just trying and to it, run for him from himself. And, it's and impossible, at this point, so. Otto, you can see that you know there's buildings lining this here. All of the doors open up, the ones near you, the ones further ahead, and, and Felix and Shirley, the doors near you, and and we'll figure out where the other two are then open up and and their figures in all these doors and they step out into the light and if you look in the notes 
Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> you, these creatures walk out. They are all wearing black uniforms with silver skull pins in their lapels. Their skin is a pallid gray. Their faces are little more than lamprey-like maws with ring teeth. They don't have eyes or ears, but they're sniffing at the air. And you get the sense they know you're there. And we'll stop there.